A Kiwi invention could be the next big thing in medical imaging. The Mars scanner is the world's first 3D photon scanner and it was devised by a father and son team. Phil and Anthony Butler, uh, Butler, they've just signed a major deal to collaborate with the world's leading academic medical centre for musculoskeletal health. To break it down in a way we'll understand, I'm joined by co-founder and chief medical officer of Mars Bioimaging, Professor Anthony Butler. Hi, Anthony. Hello. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. It's very exciting. This story goes way back. I was looking at the RNZ website to um, to try and work out when we first talked to you. And, well, well back in 2008, your dad at least was uh, was talking about this. Was your dad? You, you're, the, you're the son, aren't you? And Phil's the father. Yeah, I'm, I'm son. Um, y- yeah. Father's still around. He's in partial retirement now. Okay. So a, a long journey to get to here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, longer than I would have thought. Um we actually started this project around 2005, 2006, um, as a collaboration with myself. I just finished my radiology training and, and my PhD in engineering. And my father at the time was the head of the New Zealand CERN um, scientific group and medical physicist. And we together looked at some of the CERN technology and said, this really needs taken to medicine. Um, and it was about 2007 we first started taking pictures um, and initially it was specimens from surgical departments and um, things from medical schools. And this is, I guess, the next step, the, a partnership with a very large US hospital to take it to the clinic. How do we scan things at the moment? Can you explain? I think CT scan is the current sort of best practice. How does that work? What is it? Yeah, a CT scanner is like a 3D X-ray. So you shine X-rays through a person and you have detectors on the other side and then you rotate the, the system around and take pictures from a slightly different angle and do that around the whole body and reconstruct that into a 3D picture. Um, but what traditional CT scanners do is they only measure one or sometimes now two energies or wavelengths or frequencies of colours of the X-rays, um, whereas we measure um, at least five, sometimes up to eight energies at once. Um, and so that allows us to get better pictures of what's going on inside the, the body um, and we've been working with medical schools for about 15 years, in fact, all around the world, looking at what applications you can use this for, um, and orthopedics, or bones, um, implants, screws, that kind of thing, seems to be a really good place to start in terms of getting it into the medical community. Um, and so this partnership is with the world's largest orthopedic centre, um, and we're going to work with them to evaluate how it behaves um, for complex surgical cases, ones where um, someone's maybe damaged their wrist and um, it's failed to heal and they've had a couple of operations, and whether we can see things that traditional scanners can't. Um, and then we hope to expand out the, outwards to other bits of the body and into things like head and neck imaging, vascular imaging, cancer imaging, etc. Is it as simple as just showing more detail when the CT scan isn't enough? No, there's three sort of areas of benefit. Um, one is we're much lower dose, um, and that has advantages um, that you can then start using scanners in simpler rooms. So we've had scanners um, in unshielded rooms where we know we've had medical physicists test that the amount of x-rays leaking out from our system is very low and is no risk to the, the public. Um, so that is in itself useful. 
Um, secondly, we're much higher resolution. We tend to scan at about 100 micron, which is about the thickness of a human hair. So that gives you lots of data. And as I say, we um, measured um, multiple energies or multiple colours at once, and that allows us to um, get better views of different parts of the body. So if you've got a metal screw in you, um, it's which a lot of people do after an operation, they break their leg, break their wrist, um, we can see that bone metal interface much better. Um, and that allows the surgeon to decide whether things are healing, whether there's an infection, whether the bone's sort of retracting back from the metal. So there's that aspect. Um, and also the energy information allows us to get better soft tissue contrast so you can see things like tendons and ligaments and cartilage better than you can on traditional CT scanners. Now tell me about this deal you've done in the US. Who are you working with over there and, and what's it taken to get to this point? Um, it's called Hospital for Special Surgery. They're a Manhattan-based um, orthopaedic specialist hospital. Um, they've got a big centre in Manhattan and they've got about 25 different outpatient facilities up and down the East Coast. And what the first stage of the collaboration is, we'll be evaluating our technology um, compared to traditional CT scanners. At the moment, um, when someone has, in this particular study, broken their wrist um, and they're planning an operation, that person has to go into the main hospital and be imaged on the big equipment. Um, and what they'd really like to be able to do is to do that in the clinic where the surgeon is so that it has a number of benefits. Firstly, um, they can start doing it on more patients because it's, it's more convenient for the patient, um, but it also reduces the travel time, speeds up the whole process of the patient going through the system. Um, and for a lot of these patients, they'll be in and out of the hospital. They'll have difficult cases where they might have had um, half a dozen or more um, images taken over a year as they plan the operation or, or try and find out how the operation's gone. Tell me about ac the actual doing of the deal, though. Like that's, I mean, you are a, a scientist. Um, that's what you're good at. But how about all that kind of relationship building and the business end of it? How's that been? Oh, um, well, the company has uh, got a, a professional CEO, chairman of the board um, with business background. So actually that's um, been fascinating for me to watch them do their part of it. Um, in terms of the relationship building, um, I've visited in New York a couple of times and, and met their surgeons and, and radiologists and we've looked at some of the results we've obtained in New Zealand and got them excited. And once they're excited, um, sort of let the business people come in and, and do the rest of it. I mean, you have lawyers doing their part and things. So it's been <laughs> fascinating for me to, to watch that something that started as a science project expand into an, an export business. Yeah, I'll bet. Was there a moment of maximum excitement on your part? Um, well, the yeah, accelerating excitement, I think, rather than maximum excitement. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, maximum excitement might be now that we've, we've, we've signed the deal and we're going forward, and I'm hoping actually when the, the work with them starts late, later on in the year, they'll, I'll be more excited than I am today. Um, <laughs> I think we, we had a bit of a delay with COVID. I was actually due to go and see them right before um, New York went to lockdown. Um, and so it took till, you know, the borders opening, which delayed us a couple of years. And it was really when I sat down with their, their surgeons and their radiologists and went through results that um, they got excited. And I guess them getting excited got me excited. So that was, I, I came home from that trip, you know, fizzling with, yay, it's going to go ahead. Anything worry you? Um, yeah, I guess my worries are, we're, you know, it's been such a long, slow process. Um, I, in hindsight, if I if I read the literature about what they say about medical technologies going from the lab through to the clinic, this isn't actually abnormal. 
um, it's quite common. Um, and I guess, you know, I'm, there's a whole lot of more steps to go. This is the first step. Um, the business people and the engineers in the company are busily putting our scanner through um, FDA clearance so we can actually start selling it in the US. And um, I think that's a relatively straightforward process. That's about engineering quality, audits, reviews, that kind of thing. So that's relatively mechanical and it'll happen. Um, and then I guess the next thing is after we've started with this first project, we're going to, what are we going to move on to? I'm quite keen to look at other joints in the body and um, we've got some really nice work with local researchers showing that we're particularly good at vascular diseases, um, uh, particularly the carotid arteries leading to the neck and we've been working with medical schools on cancer research and um, so I guess in future there's, there's going to be more and more of these challenges as we, as we expand through the medical market. Well talk to me about the future, if everything goes great, what does your business and your product and the medical world look like in five years time? Well, what we're trying to do, um, and it sort of follows the mega trend in, in medicine of point of care. So instead of having big scanners in hospitals, we'd like to have a series of scanners um, that are cheaper, smaller, and less radiation that sit out in the community. Um, and that has a, a huge impact. Um, it reduces cost, it reduces delays in the system, and it improves equity. And one of the problems we have, and New Zealand's particularly bad at it, um, is we have rural patients, poor patients, um, ethnic minorities, and they just struggle to access healthcare. And I hope this technology is one of the things that actually takes a um, high-end technology to the patient and improves patient outcomes. Good stuff. Really nice to talk to you. Congratulations. Take a moment. And, um, yeah, we'll uh, talk to you again down the line, I'm sure. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to the next step. Yeah, Professor Anthony Butler, whose invention, the Mars scanner, has just been signed... um, well, has just been taken up by one of the world's leading academic medical centre for musculoskeletal health.